Welcome to Lucky Boys Podcast. I'm Will. I'm Norm. And we have Michael Lynn back with us hello, for hello. another one. Bo, 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 bo. Thanks for having me back. Welcome. Every time you come <laughs> on, we, we actually, you know, we, we break out a bottle of nice whiskey. So I'm glad you came. <laughs> oh, man. I got a... I got a <laughs> <laughs> you know what is that why you asked me on yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good time so. he knows because i go and buy a bottle it'd be nice if you guys come and bring a bottle but you always take care of us i mean my, we my liquor store doesn't open this early yeah. no you always take care of us you are a tremendous host you have one of the most you are my, actually you're probably my most hospitable friend that i have so um yeah far from cheap mm-hmm. uh, extremely generous and when you set something up you always take care of us and you never let us pay for anything. Hats yes. off to you. Thank you. Anyway, True. this is not what this podcast is about. Um, but yeah, since... Uh, yeah, this you know, podcast is not about blowing his, his head. Out, so. <laughs> no, no, don't stop. <laughs> Come on. But uh, yeah, we... Uh, well, I, I, you know, I got a bottle last night. Um, you know, figured... Uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't had any hard liquor in a long time. And I actually, Lisa was like, well, you know, go get a bottle. And then mm. I was like, oh, it's awesome. You guys coming over, we could uh, crack that open. So yesterday, yesterday, we, Norma and I, was at a protest together. Yeah. Uh, the They Can't Burn Us All. Yeah. The, they hashtag can't, They Can't Burn Us All protest. Uh, this is for the 89-year-old grandma that was attacked and uh, set on fire in Bensonhurst, Bensonhurst Brooklyn. Um pretty unfortunate incident definitely uh something that we're passionate about going out there and speaking and having out you know the asian voices heard and letting the you know the authorities know that we're we won't take this you know we won't we're upset and we want to make sure that all the resources that are being used to investigate are being used for that right and i want to give full credit where credit's due um Mm. we don't deserve any of that yeah hell no 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 Um, i had a couple of people that came out came up to us yesterday and uh they actually recognized us and uh had a conversation and um i do want to shout those guys out shout out to you vic I'm, and I'm terrible with names, but I made it a point <laughs> to remember it just so I could shout you guys out because um, you guys were there at the rally. And it was I was so proud to see Asian-Americans there uh, fighting, uh, joining us in the fight. So shout out to you, Vic. Uh, he's from Chicago and uh, he came over to New York. He's a doctor, I believe. And uh, he says he listens to Lucky Boys and um, he's, he's right now pursuing... His, his stuff going on in New York and came up to us and he was there at the rally and that was amazing. Shout out to Lillian. Shout out to, um, I think, uh, Johnny. <laughs> but like I said, I'm terrible with names. Guys, forgive me. But shout out to you guys, man. You guys were there at the rally. You guys were fighting for it. And it was so nice that I was able to see some of um, guys I used to play basketball with. And oh, wow. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw guys that I was, um, I, some of the people that I grew up with yeah. joining the fight. And I saw people that, um, you know, from I, I went to school with, you know, a couple of folks there. And it was very nice to just have that conversation with them. And, and but I back to giving credit where credit's due. A couple of these people had conversations with us and they thought that we were the, the catalyst for this movement. We're not. I want to make sure that we're there to support it. Uh, the people that, that are spearheading this Mm -hmm. um um, it's will lex hair yeah uh who we had on this podcast he's extremely passionate about the fight for asian americans and speaking up against injustice and highlighting a lot of these issues along with china mac who i had the pleasure of speaking with briefly yesterday and I mean, these guys are doing some amazing things. Now, I'm not interested in in all the other stuff people's been saying, um, you know, all the other chatter and noise. Uh, I am interested in in what they're trying to achieve. So they're expanding this beyond New York. That's absolutely. So they're going to the West Coast. I spoke with Will, and they said that they're taking this out there. I believe it's September 5th. Uh, they're going to kick this off in LA and then they're going to San Francisco and they're going to go to other towns. So they want to spread this awareness. Uh, They want to speak up because they know that there's power in that. And they're also encouraging the vote. Asian Americans are the fastest growing 
group in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, but our voices aren't heard. And part, and we want our voices to be heard. And part of that is voting. Voting. If they know that you guys, and here's why. If they know that you guys vote and you guys have the potential to swing elections, then they're going to want to know what's important to Asian Americans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Whether it's crime, whether it's, it's, um, discrimination, discrimination, and equality. equality. They're, you know, they're, they're going to want to make sure that they pay attention to Asian American issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's important to us, they want to know because that's how they fight for you. They fight for your vote. So as a collective, we need to unify. Yes. Asian Americans are extremely diverse, but we all deal with the same problems. We really do. It's those are facts. Mm-hmm. Those are facts. You know, it's like Asian Americans, we absolutely, it doesn't matter if you're um, Laos, Cambodian, Vietnamese, Korean, Filipino, Chinese, Japanese. We all go through the same discriminations. We share those. Outside of uh, our community, we look the same. Yeah. You know, to, to, there to, is no to difference. Any other non Asian, we're just lumped into an Asian bucket. Right. And it, it comes down to that too, as well, is like money. Are, are we willing, like, the city's looking at this, like, are we willing. You know this this Asian American community, but are we going to spend this money to 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 for this community? Right. And the only way we can do that is use our voices, and that it worked, right? Mm-hmm. It started in Brooklyn, we and then we had another valley in in Manhattan, you know. But I also wish that more people came out. Yeah, and we're talking about uh, Manhattan, New York City, Chinatown. I mean, right. uh, uh, hey, what's what's going on? There's a huge community of Asian Americans in in Manhattan. Right. Where were you guys? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, no, I, I don't want to shame anyone. No, of course. But, 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 and because number one, they may not have known about it. Of you, I mean, I didn't know about you it. You didn't know about yeah. it. Look mm-hmm. how close you are to us. I know. Right. And, and I don't want to put that out that Asians don't support. I, I, I don't want to subscribe to that narrative at all. I don't want to subscribe to that. But what I will say is that you cannot underestimate the change that can occur with just a small group of people. Mm-hmm. It started with a small group of people and it's growing. More people will contribute. And then people start believing. People start supporting. People start marching beside you. I mean, while we were going, you know, I could see the faces. They were like, oh my, I mean, it was a mixed reaction. I saw some people like, oh my gosh, I'm just trying to eat. Would you shut the, you know, they had that face on, like they were disgusted with the march. Whereas, I mean, that wasn't the majority, but I definitely saw those uh, people. And you had another faction that began chanting with us. And you had another faction that was like, yeah, rooting us on. Like, yes, yes, fight for this. And what really struck to me was um, when we got to like around Seward Park area Mm -hmm. in Chinatown, I saw this white lady come out one of the buildings. She obviously lived there. She was with her two kids. And she was young. She was young. Both kids were very young. And then she grabbed her kids close to her and she explained to them what was going on and she was rooting for us and then she began chanting with us. Oh, shit. Like, we need a word word for opposite Karen because I was like, that was just, she had two young sons there. One of them could barely walk as a toddler. But she wasn't like, you know, she wasn't like anything at all. She was... She totally got it. She told, mm. and she lived mm. in Chinatown. So I, that told me, like, yo, like Chinatown's changing because yes, there's non-Asians living there, but to me, that that just made her like. To me, I was like, yo, you're Chinese, <laughs> because you know why? There's Chinese people that was disgusted with the march yesterday. Yeah. I saw the sour look on their face, and I heard them speaking Chinese. Like, look at these losers, and I was just like, oh my gosh. Yo, we're fighting for you. Like, if you got burned, we would have been fighting for you. We're we fighting been... for your grandma, yeah. your mm-hmm. parents. No, no, but this was like a like an Asian man uh, that worked in a restaurant. I think he's like a chef, I don't know, yeah. like 50-something years old. Mm-hmm. He came out and said, basically along the lines, it's a rough translation, but basically look at these losers. What the fuck they doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, I, you know, when we got to East Broadway, I, I heard him say that. And I was yeah. just like, uh, damn, man. You know, I wanted to go up and say something to him, but, you know. I knew that I like it, I would need more than five to ten seconds to change his mind, you know, to really educate him instead of, you know, five to ten seconds would be a confrontation. But I think that's key, so. though, the the education part. Like, I feel like there's certain groups of Asians understand what we're fighting for, but there's also a group of Asians that are they don't really understand the, why we're doing it, right? 
because they don't think we can make they don't have faith in 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 the power of the voice because they've never seen it da their eyes are on this you know because they want to make sure that this is properly investigated so that they don't have to deal with like asian american uh you know the protests growing bigger but like you like like we mentioned this is not going to stop it is not going to stop know? it is not going to stop and and i love that we have people lending their power and in voices to this everyone everyone i love that and again we weren't anywhere near the, the people that should be getting any you know so I, it, it was we were just there to support um mm-hmm. because we're all in this together yeah like they, they still haven't gotten the because they, they don't have any, any suspects effort. right look what was troublesome was that they didn't even take down the report they didn't they didn't say, oh, so what mm-hmm. happened? Mm-hmm. Who was it? Yeah. And this and that. They didn't say it. They didn't do any of that. Yeah, yeah. They didn't do any of that. Um, what's his name? Don. Um, Don Lee. Don Lee. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Guys, Don Lee. Uh, he is the head of the. Yeah, so country. he runs the um, nonprofit uh, for the CN Center that uh, the grandma frequents in Brooklyn. Um, he's also a community activist. Um, and he gave us such an impassioned emotional speech man guys it hit I, me i have it i have it <laughs> i recorded it yeah um i might put it at the front of this podcast if you guys watching it on youtube but if you're listening it uh listening to it on spotify uh, obviously we're not gonna um throw that in there just for audio purposes but we will uh, uh post the whole video uh on instagram so you could check us out lucky boys podcast on instagram and uh, that's where we'll have it but oh my gosh don lee Holy cow, the passion. And one of the things that he said that, that, that really str- that was striking to me was like, he said they reached out to him, the people that are in power, I mean, and threatened to pull this 5013C status. Yeah, his nonprofit status. They, yeah. they threatened to take away his money. They threatened to, to, to silence him. Again, the silencing of Asia. And this is mm-hmm. not something that we're making up. I mean, look, you have someone that runs a nonprofit for senior citizens. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay? And, 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 he helped the 89-year-old grandma because he knew in his heart it was wrong. He knew in his heart it was wrong. So he went with her to help translate and to help make sure that it gets properly filed. I mean, I love this guy. I love this guy. Yeah. I mean, and in his speech, it really like just I mean, I was already there, but just he just William Wallace the shit out that speech, man. It made me go Freedom! freedom like oh my gosh man just because he was so real so passionate there was no like just bs with this guy you know it was just pure love passion justice it was all the right things he was he was fighting for the right thing he was fighting for what's right you know morally right so anyway i know we're beginning off this podcast pretty damn heavy and but we're fresh off of this oh yeah i i I still i still like my voice is still hoarse from (sighs) yesterday i had a microphone with me but i was still screaming you know yeah (laughs) i didn't need to scream but then our voices needed to be heard in the community you know we're part of the community it's amazing to see us all come together and i it was funny i was i noticed i look back and i saw china mac and he's trying to you know, he saw other people rooting for us and other Asians or whoever. And China Mac was like, "Come on!" Oh yeah, on. yeah, yeah. And then I they were like, they trying yeah. to rally people off the street. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 We saw we saw people, wanted, you know, we yeah. see people yeah, like was, shopping, mm-hmm. you know, and and just having brunch and whatever. But dude, the energy, you know, we we wanted yeah. that. We wanted more people. We wanted to like fill up the streets, the sidewalks, and everything, the shops, and yeah. you know. And it was fun watching Steve Lee do his thing and. You know, it, it was great. Everyone had their role. Everyone knew what they needed to do to bring attention to this. And, mm-hmm. and Lex as well. I mean, Lex was constantly, he was spearhead. He was Dude, his voice. Dude, he, he is was the biggest cheerleader. So powerful. Brother. Yeah, he was the biggest voice. Yeah. Uh, just resonating through Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that can't be easy. So people may say whatever they want to say, but I don't care. I don't care. They're fighting for us. And anyone that fights with us or for us, then I'm there to fight with you too. Yeah. That's we're allies. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. I don't care what what happened. What you know? What is there? I just care about what they're doing now. Yeah, what they're doing because they don't have to do this. Oh yeah, they have busy lives, bro. They don't I have mean, to do this. Yeah, they don't have to. But yeah, I, I want to just say like I'm proud of you know you guys for for doing this. Uh, you guys have 
have made this everyone like, out there a great everyone effort. Out there. Yeah. You know, yeah, everyone out there, everyone who took the time out to to go out there on a nice, beautiful day and just like fighting for what's right. Thank yeah. you very much, man. Yeah, thank you guys. And it was great to see a lot of um, uh, people that watched the show, and it was also great to see some of my old friends that I haven't seen in years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's continue the fight together, guys. Uh, I love it. I love it. All right. Yeah. Let's but, move on to fun things, huh? <laughs> yeah, but don't let that momentum die, though. You know, like you said, no. make sure you vote. That's oh, yeah. that's that's yeah. where you hold your power, right? Well, this is the beginning. This is the beginning. You know, we have. Yeah. We, believe me as long as well as long as we're, we're doing this podcast and as long as you, we have people that actually listen um you know we'll be sharing stuff and uh we'll, we'll continue the fight together that's that's all i can promise you know we'll, we'll speak up and we'll give opportunities to get people on and uh you know for example like steve lee uh, we're actually supposed to have him on today thank you for subbing in uh but we had a scheduling conflict and mm -hmm. uh, something came up so that that's all right and uh we're working something out with steve lee and we should have something coming soon with him and his story i promise you will be nothing short of incredible it's he, like a martin scorsese film he, you know, he his <laughs> life is like a movie yeah literally his life is and speaking of his life is like a movie china mac is another one mm -hmm. and i also had a, a discussion with china mac and he's he seemed very receptive and i you know we'll see if we can get him on in the future but steve lee i'm, I'm very excited to have him on and uh, the potential of china mac as well i know some of you guys has either messaged us or said in the comments to get him on the podcast and uh, you know we'll see what happens with that but yep. uh, we do want to bring you guys who you want to see and people that actually personally me i would love to talk to them because i just find them interesting oh yeah definitely you know i love their energy mm -hmm. and if i yeah if i find you interesting then i definitely want to have a conversation with you and you know get to learn a little bit more about you and formulate uh, my own opinion about that and yeah. actually maybe learn something oh yeah i i think uh i think it would be great to have don too because he's oh like he's got super he's like super ingrained into chinatown like the history of chinatown yeah you know so and he's yeah. a very active community activist so i want to hear from his like point of view what happened in the past because i'm sure he was uh a young activist back in the his day his voice well. is so powerful oh yeah i mean like it was so you, you don't get a um a, like and he has an asian accent he has a chinese accent you can hear mm -hmm. it but that does not like because people don't like the chinese accent mm. for whatever reason it, it's not sexy but to me it made it more powerful it made it more real mm. it was just incredible to hear yep. i love that he had a chinese accent uh, it just it made me like just filled with with just yes pride realness i wasn't even paying attention to his accent but i was like more listening to his words and he used the words that he used like it is William Wallace freedom you know so he was William like Wallace shit, he man. It, it, there was words, no script he, yeah it wasn't he no didn't script. have a he wasn't like looking at his phone going well this happening yeah we got a chance from the heart from the heart man. exactly so we had a chance to speak to mm -hmm. to Don you know his speech it mm -hmm. really affected us and he said like it came straight from the heart that's what he had nothing he just came straight from the heart and he's like I'm sorry guys it just come, came straight from yeah. the heart and I looked at him he was just like Man, and it made me really want to go. Like, hey, man, let's let's fight together. Like, it really made me go. Yeah, let's fight together. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm. Let's go to war together. Let's go. Yeah, you know, it was yeah. that that dude's a general. You know, oh I yeah, just love definitely. It. You know, I'll put that out there. I mean, he he's definitely he's not a he's not afraid to fight, and he's not afraid to speak up. And we need more more of us like that. Mm -hmm. Don is a perfect example of what we need. Yeah, yep. is absolutely perfect. Anyway, uh, you said you need a drink. I need a drink, bro. I'll All take right. one. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying no to with, a drink with, with a big ice cube or the brand big round one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll one. take All an right. ice cube. Yeah. All right. So I came back from Lake George, right? Yeah. How was it? It was a it was an awesome trip. It, we only were there for two days, but it was a perfect two days. We did a lot in, in two days. It was it was like we did, I did jet skiing, paddleboarding, um enjoyed the weather uh but there was there was a, quite a few people there were a lot of people there. a lot were they at least wasn't, fairly responsible as they could be let's just say that when a few drinks go into people social distancing doesn't really matter anymore makes but, sense yeah you know the masks come off uh but most of the time like if you were in uh, a public setting mm -hmm. people would distance themselves and just like you know That's you know have the mask on and stuff but i definitely want to do a big ass group trip because I, I think we should we should celebrate 
the end of summer in a, in a big way. I mean, I'm down right. for it. I haven't, I, I haven't done anything to somebody like that's noteworthy. I know. It's, everything it's, that's going it's depressing, on. bro. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, like, one of the last big outings that we had was when all of us were, like, down in Brooklyn. Right? Oh, yeah. When yeah. we had that picnic. That was nice. That, that was, was nice. fun. That was a fun day. I'll be honest. I think there was a two-hour stretch where I kind of just brown out and autopilot it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it felt good. Um, but, yeah, next time you give it more than just a three-hour notice. <laughs> oh, my bad on that. Oh, no. It, it's, it's so the, the, thing, the, the thing is, is like it's so hard to find... A, 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 a place, place to for a big group mm. I think and I saw a lot of big groups there so it, it was very you know I think this right now this time like it's very popular if you want to do it end of August I'm down I could start looking around for places too yeah, yeah. I'll help you with the research but what you can do there mm-hmm. which is amazes me is that there's a lot of little islands in there on Lake was. George there you go you Thank know you. there's a lot of little islands on Lake George where there you can you rent a boat and then go on to that little island and camp out there. That that to me blew my I, mind. You can rent out a boat and drive dude, it yourself. We got to close out some of that way. Oh, yeah, I yeah, am yeah. down for it. Definitely. I'll help do the research. Um, I just hope the weather. I, I just hope the weather. Or the weather know, holds stays, out. Yeah, holds out until the end of the mm-hmm. month. It's it's please. gonna be great. It's yeah, gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, cheers. cheers, cheers, cheers to you guys. I can't reach you, but okay, <laughs> cheers. Short on. No, it's just normal. Mm-hmm. Normal arms. We only have normal yeah, short, short arms. arms. <laughs> Making fun of my long arms? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good, man. Smooth. Uh, mm. Smoothie oh, locks. Yeah. I don't know the last time I had whiskey. When, oh, when I was here. <laughs> when you were here, yeah. Yeah, that's the last time I had whiskey. Sorry, I'm a, wow. I'm a, I'm a whiskey house. Wow, yeah. really? That, that was the last yeah. time? You don't drink it anymore? I don't drink too much at home. I mean... At home, I just drink white claws, really, because they're lower calories. <laughs> oh, I, I, I think about got, the health aspect. I just aspect drink of it. like white claws yeah. when I'm home. Yeah, because it's ninety calories. One hundred. One hundred. Fact checking that. I, I, I'm a I'm a convert, bro. I'm a convert to 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 the seltzer, to, yeah, the, to right? the alcoholic seltzer. It's actually seltzer. pretty good. No one. Yeah. It, it's like soda, mm-hmm. but healthier in a sense, only because you have less sugar, calories. lower calories. Yeah, and. You get a good buzz off of it. I will get that it doesn't make you feel as bloated. Yeah. So there's less guilt that goes into it and oh, you yeah. still get that buzz. Mm-hmm. So I will give that. But it doesn't replace like sometimes you just want a fucking beer. The mm-hmm. way just the beer taste is a white claw is not mm-hmm. going to replace that. I Minus the calories, whatever. You're all mm-hmm. like calorie crazy. Yeah. But if you're not, I mean, just from a, a drinking perspective, if, if all things were equal, if it wasn't for the calories, bro. Beer oh, I would, I would go for beer hands down. Beer hands. I mean, you can't have beer. You can't have a white claw with wings. So. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> Thank exactly. you. you can't. Thank it just, you. It just accompanies food a lot better, like certain food. Nah, yes. well, you need beer with wings, but yeah. on a just casually drinking without any combination of anything, I'll just go with a white claw when I'm home. I think white claw is nice for for like summers mm-hmm. and something like if it's uh, a little hotter. You know what it, like, white claw reminds me of? Like I remember when... You guys remember wine coolers when that was the shit? Like the um, back when we were like teenagers. C- what was that brand? It was like in the bottles, like that with like fuzzy navel, uh, sex and beach flavors. And that's what it reminds me of. You know, people used to drink that and get like whatever, or they used to mix it. Like, the, the ghetto mix. They'll get like a. For those of you guys, yeah, old English. I don't know. Like, maybe maybe it was a New York thing and a, a ghetto New York thing. But if you guys remember, like uh, for all my New Yorkers listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we do like a weird ghetto mix. We'll take a bottle. Uh, we used to get a forty ounce, and uh, with old, of old English, <laughs> and then and then we'll drink it like a quarter of the way, and then we'll get wine coolers like a berry flavor or whatever, yep. and then just throw it in and mix it, and then drink it, and you get like get a good lo- buzz from like it. a sweeter flavor from the from the malt liquor, mm-hmm. and and it was just. Uh, it's kind of disgusting now thinking back <laughs> at it. But when you're a kid, you know, you don't really know and you're just doing what's cool and everyone's doing it. So you think it's cool and you're young and you're dumb and you're getting buzzed anyway. Mm. Hence, like what we drank in college was yeah. crazy. We, you guys remember when we used to have... Um, don't remind me. The jungle juice, yeah. we called it. Oh, yeah. It was like- we get a humongous cooler. And then we would just start getting all the sweet juices and put it in there and just get the cheap, cheap, uh, cheap plastic vodka. bottle, Georgie's. Yeah. And we used to throw that in with a little bit of Devil Springs and 151. And then we'll just put a whole bunch of orange juice and fruit punch and all this other stuff. And let me tell you, it was fucking delicious. Whatever we did, 
I mean, it was, diff- it was different every time, mm-hmm. but it was always delicious. People will always say, you guys have the best Jungle juice. <laughs> There's no one recipe. No, you, you oh, just yeah. go with what you have. I think we, yeah. I think, I think we because we, had, we used that one particular cooler. That's why. Oh, it's, it's, baked, like, it's baked into the barrier? Yeah, it's baked oh, are you probably that we didn't clean it? No, no. I never said that. I never said that. But it's sort of like, um, you ever seen uh, the Mary with Children episode where uh, Al Bundy, he's like, he makes the best burgers. But the reason why he makes the best burgers is because he doesn't clean his grill. Oh, gross. Ever, yeah. oh. <laughs> so you he know, has all the ash uh, and stuff like that. I'm not going to say which uh, company does this, uh, this, which burger chain, but they were saying that's why their french fries are the best. Oh, because they don't Oh, they don't change the oil. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I you know. Guys, which you one. I that, remember right? that. So yep. I'm not gonna say. Don't say the company. I don't want to get launched. That. I mean, I saw. I've seen Gordon I mean, Ramsay. Like he talk about like fries taste like it's like burnt shit, but then it's because of the the oil. It's like being used. He could taste it. It's a type of oil yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, so maybe fine di- fine dining is different from my mom does it when she deep fries stuff she reuses the oil I'll oh, be honest yeah. I love the flavor of like after like a mm-hmm. reused oil you, you got mm-hmm. the flavors from the past yeah. uh, <laughs> the essence of the past it, it, it gives the extra layer of flavor that you get exactly. that you were like mm, that's chicken and pork at the same time <laughs> <laughs> it's not veggie <laughs> yeah I think they were using I think they actually mm. used um, and this what tr- troubled a lot of vegetarians mm. oh, is yeah. that they use oh. uh, beef oil Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. pork, pork, yeah, pork, 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 yeah, 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 a lot yeah. of that, yeah, and 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 the French fries, and it freaked oh. them out. Mm-hmm. They were, but that's how you get it, but that, that flavor you, and the crispiness. Yeah, I guess. I that's how know. you get the flavor from it. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, fatter oil tastes better. I love French fries, and they say that's one of the worst foods for you. I love it. Tater tots, though. Oh, I love tater yeah. tots. Yeah, yeah. I prefer tater tots over French yeah. fries, though. Tater tots to me, it's like uh it's kind of like a hash brown mm, yeah, put in yeah, a little tot. I, I don't know that. Right, right, right. Right? But I like French fries. I think there's a time and a place. Mm. You know, like sometimes yeah. I like wine. Sometimes I like my whiskey. That's you know, true. Or my beer. It just depends. There's a time and a place for my tater tots. Like if I'm eating a burger, for the most part, like I kind of want French fries with that. You need it. I need it. But if I'm, if I'm eating um, like, a, like a chicken cutlet or something like from Denny's, Mm-hmm. You know something mm-hmm. like I kind of want tater tots or home fries. So it's like a, a different. It just depends. Like I don't know. With my burgers, I usually just like French fries, whether they're, they're Cajun or, or or curly or whatever. But yeah. waffle fries, waffle fries. Waffle there you fries. go. What is the food that you miss most? Like f- with COVID and everything happening, Ooh. like you haven't had Korean no, barbecue quite a bit. That, yeah, Korean barbecue. One. Here's why I love Korean barbecue because I love sharing a delicious ass meal with friends mm. and usually when we have korean barbecue we have uh it's it's over some drinks yep some good music and it's always with a group of people a group now, of you, people. you don't eat korean barbecue solo at least i've never have right and <laughs> that's weird right? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 the restaurants like and that. the restaurants are usually packed so it's usually like mm-hmm. a friday night saturday night or you know it's just like a good vibe you know yep. and I, I kind of miss that, right? Because, I mean, how do you do Korean barbecue during you can, COVID? You can't do that indoors. No, Korean barbecue can't. can't be done indoors. But I feel like you can you can uh, prevent the 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 smell on clothes by just doing outdoors. Then, but how though? How will you do Korean barbecue oh, outdoors? Man. You can't. All well, the Korean barbecue stores, a skillet, bro. Right? You can do an electric. Skillet. I don't think it does the same heat though. That's the thing. That's true. You That's need true. that like high intensity mm-hmm. to cook it real quick. Yeah, and that searing on the outside. The right and they put the sound. the oil and then the the, yeah. the onions the garlic mm. okay yeah yeah mm. so for me i miss korean barbecue the most mm. i don't know about you guys Ooh, korean barbecue was definitely one of them i had vietnamese sandwich as one of them for a while also mm-hmm. but then i had it like two weeks ago so i can't say that right now <laughs> no, shout out to mav thank you mav like uh during oh, one yeah. of the podcasts our friend mav uh he got us uh from brooklyn over a batai though he got us he got us like a legit viet sandwich via sandwich mm. with a legit vietnamese coffee oh my god oh gosh. the vietnamese oh. coffee was good so, yeah it was absolutely amazing smooth so sweet, that condensed though. milk yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. i mean once in a while we could treat ourselves oh yeah, yeah it, was, course, it was just so good to it was it was very nostalgic having it mm. you know and he bought like two different types of viet sandwiches that was just bomb it was just incredible so good I gotta, so, look, I gotta look up that uh, restaurant. Uh, but you can have Viet sandwiches right now. Yeah, you can. So that's what I'm saying. What? Like during this pandemic, like what can't you have? Mm-hmm. I get it if you're afraid to go out. That's yeah. one thing. But no. like if if you're willing to go out to eat or order in somewhere, like what can't you have that you miss? 
hot pot. Hot pot is the number one. Okay. I haven't okay. had hot pot. I had a lot. restaurant. But you can have well, hot, hot pot during the home. summer? Really? I mean, hot pot anytime. Hot pot anytime, bro. Yeah, I could miss it during the winter. For summers, for me, I just. It's like if I'm, it's a fucking hundred degrees outside. I don't want to fucking. Yeah, but inside is AC. It, it, AC's bro. on. And, know, and just a hot pot. It was I, good pork moment. Hot pot. just so good also. Hot pot just feels more homey and sexy to me during a cold. You know, when you're cold outside, you want something hot. You know, that's just to me. If I'm hot, I want ice cream. Uh, I'm, I, I mean, I've done summer hot pots with you guys. It's all right. I just don't, I don't crave it. I don't know, it's I just like just spicy and spiciness of the broth and the Pokemon broth. It was just good. But that was one of my. You can also do hot pot or shabu shabu yeah. at, at your house, though. So. I feel like it's not the same. All right, I don't that's know. true. No, no, no you're It's right. not the same. Restaurant, restaurants yeah. have their thing. They have their exactly the, the broth yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Because okay, then we're talking about. Yeah. Um, we had good ramen together. We had really good ramen together I that was night. dying for something that was ramen because we've been mm-hmm. making makeshift stuff at home, which is yeah. great. Which is great. But it's Le- not the same. Lisa though. killing yeah. it. But but then like when we had it at the restaurant, it was just nice to have restaurant style ramen. I'm sick and tired of cooking. Like two, three meals a day, four or five days a week. I'm tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you do any meal preps? No. I don't meal prep at all. I just cook it when I need to cook. I hate meal prepping actually. You know? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like I don't like to plan on my meals because sometimes like, okay, I don't feel like this anymore. They just sit in the fridge for an, for an elongated amount of time. Right. And then when you do eat it, it's not the same. It's just better fresh. So Norm, what do you miss? I haven't had this some, yeah, dim sum in a in while. Chinatown, like two yeah. weeks ago at Jing Fong. It was really, mm. really good. Oh, shout out to Jing Fong. Yeah. Jing Fong, man. And all the businesses in Chinatown. Oh, Go yeah. support it. Um, Go support. They're hurting. Um, but it was awesome. Like that outdoor seating. Um, I'll be honest the food was still really really good like if anything i felt like it tasted fresher oh okay <laughs> yeah because one made to order yeah it's made to order essentially mm-hmm. and with them the fresher the better right i miss the chicken feed i, I miss like uh beach you know beach chow fun mm-hmm. like all that uh, <laughs> just just the whole experience like even the bad parts where you know i'm going out with my family and then I have my mom like saying like you're late, uh, like she's there already <laughs> oh, waiting. Yeah. She's like, I got a table, and then I'm not, I'm not, I'm not able to to hold this table if you're not gonna be here. Yeah, you know, I, fighting like, over the check. Yeah, 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 fighting over the check, and then shoulder to shoulder, rude ass strangers. And then, and then we have extra people coming, and then she's asking like for extra chairs, and it's like, but we got this table for like five people, but there's like seven people coming, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> so awkward, right? So yes. awkward. I but but people accommodate, you know. But the, I love that because they they account like, yay. I mean, restaurants that we go to, they accommodate. They 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 want us to be happy. Mm-hmm. They're looking, they're, they're looking for families to be together. So, yeah, you I know, miss that. Hey guys, real quick, if you guys are listening, go support the the businesses out in Chinatown, mm-hmm. please. If you can, if you love Chinese, if you love food in general, go, go support out there. It. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you have a choice and you, you love happens. ramen, you love sushi, go out, mm-hmm. go out, and yeah. they deliver. Please, so you don't please, walk they, out. I mean, they're hurting. They are hurting. Uh, mm-hmm. Businesses down. Please support them, guys. Uh, they need it. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much. I mean, some. You know, the truth is, and this doesn't get said enough, but there are businesses in China, specifically over at Forty Six Mott, yes, where they're yeah. feeding the homeless, they're feeding the community, mm-hmm. they're doing so much out there, and they're already taking loss yep. on profits big time but they're still out there uh trying to help the community Yo, i'm glad you mentioned 46 yeah. mod yeah. man I, shout out to patrick mock um mm-hmm. for putting calling that project together and and, and calling the, the blasio out too and calling it. the blasio you know yeah if you guys don't know i mean this has been on a lot of media sites so it's not a mm-hmm. secret but it looked like from what the video we saw and based on what we uh what's been reported is that the blasio went to chinatown for a photo op and he's basically saying Chinatown's open for business. But when one of the business managers out in Chinatown uh, was speaking with de Blasio uh, about the current state and what we need and actually speaking up, his voice didn't matter. In the middle of his sentence, de Blasio just kind of blew him off and then just turned his back on him and walked away in the middle of his sentence. I mean, dude, what are you thinking? Like, at least if the cameras are in front of you, do you not think that people are going to feel outraged about that? Just number one, from a, from a, let's just forget about how, about how wrong it was. We all know that. But just from a, how much do you suck as a politician? 
the PR yeah. standpoint. Optics yeah, like, is so bad. Like, just your, your emotional IQ. Yeah. Like, you got to know cameras on you. At least play to the cameras. Mm-hmm. Do some Hollywood shit. You can't hide that. Yeah. Because the cameras on you is recording every single fucking exactly. moment. Exactly. You got to be aware, like, oh shit, camera A, camera B. Therefore, but, I don't want to hear what this, this person has to say, but let me at least, as a politician, for, for, for my political career, let me just... Well, that's the fucked up party. For him to even do that means that he doesn't even think he'll have any lashback on his political career then why, in any then way. why go for a photo op? Why go for that photo op? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what was going through his mind. I, I, I don't want to speak on behalf of him. But what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, what was that? Or like, did he have to take a, like, a, a piss really bad? Did he have to, did like, he have to blow a out? fart? Like, what, what made you do that? Like, what made you turn his back while he's like struggling to survive? I mean, this is the guy that was doing so much good in the city that you're the mayor of. He deserves to be heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. He's not just some random manager of a Chinese establishment that just decided to say something and with no valid input or energy or activity or resume of doing anything positive during this time during these hard times he he's done his best to turn a negative into a positive he deserves to be heard not his back turned on Mm -hmm. at least politely excuse yourself and say something like i'm sorry this and that this uh, let me hear at least get one of your assistants like let me hear what you need i mean come on come on how Bad is your emotional IQ. You know, like, I know there's so many people that does not like de Blasio, not just Asians, like a ton, a ton, not even New Yorkers. You know, that's how bad it's gotten. But also that incident is sort of like solidifies the uh, silencing of Asian American voices or Asian voices in general, because you have this person here who did such great things for the community at a at a dire time mm-hmm. and then he's pleading with the mayor to hear him out to 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 ask for additional help additional support for the community yep and then that happens you know what i will say he was obviously shy but the passion and the realness that came out of that was beautiful and i'm, I'm telling you we never seen asians recorded like that where you get an introvert Mm -hmm. or someone who's not used to speaking up speak up but then when they actually do when they do confront that it's beautiful things come out Mm -hmm. and and he had a hard time getting some of his words out and i was right there i was supporting him and 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 so was china mac lex steve lee and everybody else there Mm -hmm. and he he had trouble finding his words at times but people just was like encouraging him and because and it wasn't like he was a hard time finding his words because he didn't know what to say. It wasn't that. It was because he was trying not to be emotional. Mm. He was just like, but when he got over that and he confronted his emotions and he said, you know what? Fuck that. And he just poured out and he just energized the crowd, yeah. energized the rally. We kept marching straight through. Everything just made sense at that moment for him. Patrick, you yeah. are a powerful person. You are inspiration, bro. Thank you for mm-hmm. doing what you're Thank doing. Thank you for man. feeding the homeless, doing yep. what you're doing yeah. in Chinatown. And you know what Patrick said? It really stuck with me too. He goes, don't just support my business here at 46 Mile. Don't support the business that I manage. He said, everybody's hurting around here. Go to any place in Chinatown, just please. He's, he is Chinatown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, that is a fair representation of what New York City Chinatown is and every Chinatown that's the heart. That's the engine. Uh, it's, it's the business owners and folks like Patrick. I love you guys, man. Yeah, yeah. Chinatown strong, yep. baby. Chinatown strong, baby. That's a that's another thing yeah. we were talking about. We were talking about like all this uh, outdoor dining, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I was telling I was uh, telling you we we're talking about it'd be great if we kept this like this, like how Italy, little Italy they block out the entire mm-hmm. Mulberry Street. Hell yeah, you know. But for, mm. but the thing I've read and correct me if I'm wrong. They're making it difficult for that mastery block. The city is making it yeah. difficult. It could be the city, the department of traffic, or whatnot. To like, they're constantly changing regulations on when they can have the outdoor seatings there. Oh, uh, I think there was an article or report on ABC Seven. Uh, I read it briefly this morning, but that's what I read. Like, 
and the Department of Transportation had no response for like why they kept changing it. Silencing of the Asian not, voice, not man. Making it easy. Yeah, the, I mean, like, why can't we have the same things as other uh, other equity. groups of people? Yep. Yeah, the equality, the equity, the equality, right? And I gotta tell you, there aren't that many cars rolling no. through Chinatown right now. I know there's, there's not that much traffic. So I, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Chinatown man. business was hurting before even March. They're way. building a fucking jail in Chinatown mm-hmm. in the middle of here, right next to a playground. All right, right next to a fucking playground where kids play, a fucking jail no. in Chinatown. Oh, oh, that's not a big deal. All right, why don't we go to your neighborhood and build a jail? Yeah. Let's see what mm-hmm. kind of uproar. You know, it's and the community is actively right. outspoken against this. They've actively but they been protesting, up, but it. they do not give a no nope. fuck. It's like, yeah, shut the fuck up, and they're gonna do what they're doing. You know, it, it's the things that are going on. It's just ridiculous. It really is. Like we really. We really get the short end of the stick. And, and the people is like thinking, well, you're playing the race card. No, we're not, man. You guys are stepping on us. You know, yeah, and it's toast. overt. It's not like you're fucking hiding I, it. It's yeah. blinking. <laughs> it's like, it's like you're doing it and you're going, and what? Like, this isn't, this isn't Chinatown. Mm-hmm. This is my town. Exactly. F you. I'm putting this. Not only like all Asian thing. No, it's just people that stand for justice. That's what I mean. There's more of us. There's more people standing for justice because they understand that What's the quote that you love to say? Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why we fight for Black Lives Matter. That's yeah. why we fight for injustice when we see it. And mm-hmm. we call it out. And that's it. We do our part. Mm-hmm. Everyone plays a part. And we have to call it out. We have to fight back because believe it or not, guys, in 2020, I think there are a lot more people that stand for justice. And it's not... We don't look at it like a race thing anymore. It's crossing those barriers. It's going, no, that's not... Because I, I got to tell you what, with Black Lives Matter, I cannot tell you how many people that I saw that were not black stand up. They're Asians, whites, mm-hmm. Latinos. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it. I've seen I've seen them there at the marches. Now, when you're talking about what... Um, just a small sample size with They Can't Burn Us All rally, and that's... Uh, you know, for Asians. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. What you saw in Brooklyn is what I saw in Manhattan. 70% Asians, 30% everyone else. Asian, yeah. Diversity. And I can't tell you how many black folks yesterday were screaming at the top of their lungs. They were charged up. Even, hard, even more God, charged than some Asians. Yeah. Like, God, like, I can't let this guy <laughs> get charged up more than me. God, that's that why energy, I took out my though. microphone. That's yeah. why I'm like, okay, I got to get louder. Yeah, man. And, and I, yeah, I looked at it like, God damn, this guy ain't even Asian. And, and he's like screaming louder than yeah. a lot of the folks out here. And he's trying to rally, he's trying to get the energy mm-hmm. up. You know, and, and and I was just like, I love that, man. There was blacks, there was, was whites marching with us. Yeah. I mean, God damn, you guys, yeah, they you guys were, filled my heart. And they were in the front lines, too. They they were, like, yeah. protecting the protesters yeah. within. Yeah. You know, and, you know, they weren't, like, and it was a peaceful protest, guys. It wasn't like we were, um, we weren't rude. We were looking for fights. Uh, I'm, and I'm proud to be part of a peaceful march. And when we got to the police precinct, I don't think the police looked at us like a threat at all. They were just listening to us. I, I saw the police, like, of course, they had their stone face, but... At least they wasn't like dismissive or antagonizing. You know, like what I got from the seven precinct, and shout out to you guys at the seven precinct, seriously. Um, what I saw, I was, I was watching you guys. I really was watching you guys, all of you out there. And I saw an Asian cop, I saw a black cop, I saw a Latino cop, I saw white cops. And you guys weren't like, haha, trying to like dismiss us in any way. You guys were really listening to us. You guys had a serious, you know, this is a serious matter. And you guys were there holding on to your vest or, or whatever you guys had on. And you guys are just listening to the whole thing. And you did not one time try to quiet us. You did not one time try to make us feel like uh, we were threatened uh, from you guys. You guys didn't use any uh, bully tactics or uh, anything that make us feel insecure. Uh, you guys listened. And I saw your faces. And you guys were just stone-faced, but I could tell you were listening. And... Um, you know, and I know a lot of people who's on the fuck, fuck the police thing. Uh, I don't agree with that rhetoric. I think fuck the bad police, mm-hmm. but to the good police out there, I know how hard your job is. Shout out to all you guys, man. I love what you guys are doing. Like I said, I would not want to live in a neighborhood run by a local militia that polices themselves or a local gang. 
I am not with that. I pay my taxes. Uh, I expect my taxes that obviously portion of that goes to the police department. I expect you guys to do your job and I expect to help you do your job as much as possible to fight against injustice because because that's why you became a police officer in the first place is to fight against these injustices right and if i could do my part as a citizen to help you make your job easier absolutely mm-hmm. i'm with you guys man it, it is not logical to fight you guys mm-hmm. we're on the same side i don't want my neighborhood to be run by crime but i think the frustration starts is when you don't pay attention to the crimes and that we expect you to that's when the city goes against you that's when the people go against uh, the bad cops is when you start uh, number one abusing your power mm-hmm. number two not addressing some of the crimes that are in the neighborhood that's when that's when we start going oh that's a bad cop you know and that's when people get upset but for the most part I know that is not the norm mm-hmm. okay for the record I will say that I don't believe bad policing is a norm however I know that it's not perfect system that and I know their jobs are extremely difficult. You put your lives on the line every day. You have to fight. And unless it's the police officers that are listening. I know we do have a few that um, listen. But my hat, go, my hat goes off to you guys. It's a tough job. You don't get paid that much. Um, you have to fight a lot of the, the politics from up top. You have to take the shit from up top. And then you have to take the shit from, from everyone when you're going on the street. You know, you guys don't have a... If it's a popularity contest, you guys are the, are the worst at it right now. It's not a, it's not a, it's not easy going out right now and being a police officer, putting on that uniform when everybody hates you, you know. But there are a bunch of us that do support you, so and I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. I support good police officers. Oh yeah, yep. I certainly do. I and I know I have friends, even people that I march with that disagree with me completely with that. But I, you know, then that's their prerogative. That's their opinion. And I respectfully disagree with them as well. Yeah. But uh, I have a lot of love for the police officers and what they do. A lot of respect. Right. And I. It is a it's a stressful job, bro. It's not an easy one. So you know we have to we have to help empower the good cops. That's what I'm about. Yeah. I think that's what we're about is to empower the good cops. Yeah. You know I've seen a lot of good cops out there. Mm -hmm. You know I've seen a lot of good cops and I don't think we we give enough attention to that. I think it's always the the bad news that hits. It's the media, the bad cops. But I, I wish there was more recordings of good cops so we could at least restore some faith into mm-hmm. that department. We're seeing the bad stuff is because then it kind of like galvanizes people to speak out, which is also a good thing to speak out and, and, and have some change within uh, the police force. I mean, like you can't have eagle when you're protecting and serving. That, you can't have a, no. You can't true. have any eagle. You and have a lot to of be, police officers do have that. Yes, ego. and you have right. to adapt. You have to adapt and and change with the communities that you're serving. All right, and and sometimes, like you said, it's the powers that be. It's it's the politics. That's the eagle that has to change. You know, during these times, um, people get tested. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and you get to see the spirit come out and i guess that's the positive outlook that i could take from it is that i see a lot of the fighting spirit within our culture in our people that you usually don't see mm-hmm. you usually don't see people even like asians themselves will say will think that we're we could do a better job on that front and i could tell you right now that i think just asians are so efficient with how they use their energy mm-hmm. i really think that's it you know, it's not that they're like lazy or they don't fight. It's just they're efficient. They just like, is this shit worth it? You know, they're real cheap with their energy. And, and it's not that they don't have lack of it. It's just they want to make sure it's worth it. I think it's, it's, it's the epitome of time is money for us. Just so, yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> the just, cost benefit. The cost benefit. <laughs> cost benefit analysis That's that they're it. doing their, their brain. So I think, I think for the most part, you know, because Asians are extremely analytical. Mm-hmm. Extremely. Like, I don't know what is in our DNA or culture that makes us analyze the shit out of every situation. And there's, overthink there's, to the point there's where many, the levels of analytical you're talking about. There's, there's the street analytics and then there's the, the, the book, the book analytics the so corporate nine to five always, everything. Just, yeah and and there's and then there's also situation. asian analytics yeah <laughs> right and it could be like something silly like food it could oh, be yeah. surrounding food it could be surrounding like the silliest things right or or personal safety or or just where they overthink something it's like bro this isn't life or death bro like mm-hmm. relax and i have friends like that they overanalyze i'm like bro we're just gonna go eat mm. like 
yeah, but I'm thinking this and that and this and that. And I know that they're thinking in their head, like, between, like, trying to do whatever they want to do behind closed doors in their <laughs> privacy, more whether it's video games. Whatever it is. Right? Masturbating. Come on. I know this motherfucker. <laughs> like, some of our friends, like, back in the day, come on, I knew they were just like, like, why don't you want to, like, dude, come on, man. I know they was up to something. And then when you, like, you think I'm, and I know I know I'd be a, a bit inappropriate here, but come on. Like, I looked at these guys' hard drive. I was like, yo, god damn. God damn. You think I I'm bullshitting? Your, I found your secret stash. Yeah, you think I'm bullshitting whenever I get on these guys' computers? Like, they, they didn't get put their stuff on incognito mode. They didn't put their, they have this stuff open because they didn't think anyone was on it. I'm like, yo, and they somehow, you know, guys just kind of brain fart sometimes. And I'm like, yo, let me, can I use a computer real quick? They're like, yeah. I go on the computer and I'm like, bro, what the fuck? You got crazy gigs of what the hell is this? And then, and then, and then. Hey, <laughs> if you're proud of it, it's flaunt and then, it. And then I got on their laptop. On their, I'm not going to say their name, so don't worry. You guys are safe. <laughs> but then I get that on their laptop. And some of my Asian friends that, that I went on, that it, they're just not proficient with the computer. They just don't care. So I went on a laptop on a browser and I'm like typing it in and you see all this like porn history that just recommended on like just assumed that I was going to like certain <laughs> porn sites it would just come up and then I'm looking at him and he's like what what the fuck you looking at me like that for Will I'm like bro this is crazy bro I'm like like did you, when was the last time you and, and, and the first thing that go through my head it's not like I'm not judging them like I know like whatever it's, it's your shit is, is I get it bro I, I totally get it I'm a guy I get it but it makes me go, the fuck, yo! I'm touching this guy's laptop. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking at the keys like, for stains. Or, at least clear the browser history. It's like laundry. <laughs> yeah, it's like washing your clothes. Clear your browser history. But how many guys actually sterilize their laptops? Be honest. I do. You do. I do it sometimes because of COVID, but I don't sometimes. know too many guys that sterilize their laptops because a lot of guys I think oh their computers because they're thinking I'm the only one using it. So anyway, so I I go in and look at this and I look over at this mother and this was pre-COVID and I'm looking at this dude. I'm just like, you motherfucker, like your dick has been all over this keyboard. <laughs> he probably slammed his fist on top of the, the, and the keys trackpad. and then he wiped it. And what if, what if you, what if you skied it all over your, your, your thing and I'm here just like, ta, 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 ta. he's probably like, gotcha. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But but if he if that person did that at least at least they would wipe it right I don't know I don't know I, don't know. I would hope but so. you'll see stains on I it I would if hope you, so. if you didn't wipe it okay you know that's a good point but like what if you just I don't know how he cleaned it what if he just wiped it like with a tissue then use oh like, yeah, yeah just like you know like then use like, no antibacterial whatever that's what I'm saying so I, I'm just like. So as soon as he did that, I just kind of went, bro, no thank you. I want to excuse myself. All this the guys on your keyboards. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for all the guys and girls listening right now. Clean your keyboards. Clean your keyboards. <laughs>